Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. Happy motherfucking Juneteenth. Ayy. That is a fantastic day. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great, too. Why are you feeling good? Because we had an awesome happy hour. Yes. Something that we normally don't do on a motherfucking Wednesday. Well, something I don't normally do on a Wednesday. Because it's summer now. It's so, summer. You know, shit hit different in the summer. Right, exactly. It's brand new. Yes. I'm feeling brand new. Hmm. Welcome. So we able to get a couple of drinks in, break bread early, you know, yes. coming to the studio. Yes, yes. I'm feeling, myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, I'm feeling my, I'm feeling my, I'm feeling my, I'm feeling myself. Oh, man, I remember being at that show, speaking of feeling myself, I remember when um, Beyonce and Nicki came out at the um, show in Philly, Made in America tour. Shout out to Jay. No, I'm super excited. Also, again, I want to shout out Juneteenth, um, Black People's True Independence Day. So if you haven't said that, also, Google. Like, let's just get on Google for a quick second. Or the, yes. Motherfucking Google. They celebrate everything else. Yes. Shit that I didn't even know existed. Google has taught me about a lot of holidays. Um, but they didn't have like a Google show or whatever. All right for June 19th. For motherfucking Juneteenth. Juneteenth, thank you. Juneteenth. Um, and the celebration of black folks being free. Um, and if you don't know about it, definitely um, Google it. Google it and learn about what and what Juneteenth means, particularly I'm from Texas. So we were the last slaves to, to- know. Y'all was free? That we were free, right? So you, we, <laughs> funny, not funny. It was like niggas was showing up for work for like two years after they were free, like not knowing they was free, just like still showing up to be a slave. Like, mm. looks like I'm going to keep showing up. And of course, you know, Master wasn't saying a whole lot. Absolutely not. It's like, well, if these niggas going to keep showing up, I'm going to keep working them for free. No, but um, happy Juneteenth. And I'm glad to be able to be with, here with you today. Um, Shout out to the fact that it is the summertime, and it's just like a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. We're able to go to happy hour. We actually need to record um, more and just like do happy hour reviews too. Mm. Bar Louie, Wednesdays, it's martini day, $3.95 martinis. Martinis, yes. But every like everything else between three and six or three and seven yes. was half, half off, off anyway. But three dollar ninety five cent martinis is absolutely crazy. Check it out, Bar Louie. I let you get on top. I be the underline. I'm trying to get beside you like the number nine dime. You fine as hell. I guess I met you for a reason. So yeah, man. I don't know if you've been on social media lately, but um, my homegirl Lala. Like, I love Lala. I even love her more, even after I saw her naked on motherfucking uh, Power. Power. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, I don't know if you like, really prone to what was going on. But, apparently, there's a situation going on between her and Carmelo. So, 
We're going what situation? The situation that, that they haven't been together for the past year and they're back together? So, yeah. Apparently, they're back together. So, right. apparently, between what broke them up was clearly Carmella broke a, um, cheated on her. But as a result of his cheating, he has a child. A so, girl. A little girl. Gorgeous little girl. And apparently, now, Lala has some feelings saying, hey, you can support this child financially, but she's not part of your family. Like, we don't have no relationship with her. Your checks or whatever, child support you got to pay, go to her. But that's pretty much what the bucks. You're not really a father to the child. Who is we? Basically, she's saying, like, her and mom, again, um, Carmella and her, they, they they a package deal. So when we say we, is their family. So it's Lala, Carmelo, and whatever the hell their son name is. Keon. Keon, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, they don't have nothing to do with this little girl. Yeah, I think that a couple of things. I think it's unfortunate. I do know what you're talking about. It's unfortunate that this shit came out on Father's Day because we spend a lot of time celebrating mothers, and Mother's Day is a huge commercial success. And just a month later, we have Father's Day, and somehow Father's Day in the black community has become Single Mother's Day, and it's like, no, nigga, like that's not what this is Mm. about. And that's crazy. And it doesn't mean that it's at all disrespectful to women that have unfortunately had to raise kids single. Um, but there are men, men that take care of their fathers. There are men, men that take sorry, care of their kids. There are men that take care of their kids who are fathers. And there are men that stand in the gap for people and kids who, who are fatherless. Right. And that is the that is what we're celebrating. But there also there are fathers who the mother has like, yo, I don't want to be a mother. You do it. Right. There are. I mean, guess what? I mean, right. and we don't celebrate we those don't. men we on don't. Mother's Day. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm glad because like I, I literally scoured my social media looking mm-hmm. for somebody, looking for kudos for being a single parent. And we can get into like what really a causes single mother. A single mother. Is yes. Important. No. Yeah. On absolutely. Father's Day. About a single and mother. I didn't see, and I was very grateful. Maybe people have caught wind and like, yo, that shit's not cool. It's because not. just because y'all not together does not make you a single parent. Yeah, you are single yeah. from a relationship standpoint. Yeah. But, but as far as parenting. Right. If your guy, like, you ready to go to the DR, which I don't recommend going to DR right no, now. Nobody. But if you ready to go nobody. on your little Girl Scout trip or whatever we want to call it. Girl Scout trip. Absolutely. Yo, and you want to, hey. And you drop your kid off at your baby father's house. You're not a single parent if he's taking care of your child. Taking care of your child. Excuse me. Let me reframe that. Correct. The other thing is, and I want to bring this back to the thing why I said I'm disappointed that this conversation came up on Father's Day. is because here we are again having a conversation about fatherhood like not in a positive light. Mm -hmm. It's 364 other days. That black men in particular get bashed about not, not doing being, the job. Yeah. Not stepping up. I'm disappointed in the commentary that is being had around Lala. And the reason I actually like who was we is because I wanted you to flesh out that right. the, the conversation is about Lala right. putting herself in the position, which I think is fair if you're a wife, right? So I don't know exactly where her comments came from. So I'm catching this third, fourth party. Right. So when I when I bring this up, we I haven't are. heard it right we exactly. So I don't know exactly where that source came from, whether or not it was an interview that she said or whatever, whatever. But apparently, 
according to whatever's going on right now. Right. She said these things. Right. And so I'm going to address that. I don't know Lala, and personally, I think she's a gorgeous girl. Absolutely. I think that she's, you know, done awesome things. I remember her from being a motherfucking VJ on or, MTV. What was that? TRL? What was that? What was that? Whatever she was doing. Yeah. Um, she's come a long way. And Absolutely. come a mighty long way. I'm disappointed that as a woman with a child, mm. that the comments that she would make around, you know, if she made the comments, let me preface right. it. Allegedly, alleged, alleged that, comments. That if she would make the, that she would make the comments that would suggest that it's only okay for Carmela to show up in this child's life financially. Mm. One, it takes more than that to be a father, and she sh- would know this. She knows having that. Having a kid. She right? knows that. So having a child, Keon, so she would she would know, like, she knows this. would you want somebody to show up in your child's life? It's not just somebody. The, the child father, support, right. of, just financially, that's one thing. And two, being somebody that is extremely close with my siblings, as you have seen, like, mm-hmm. you know how close yeah. I am with my siblings. I think that it's selfish for her to not allow this other child to not have a relationship with Keon. Right. And so, absolutely. But I also think this is where it becomes like where a man has to put on his big boy pants. Like, I understand I want to be with my wife. I get it. Carmelo, I respect you for one, two, like, men, the fuck up that you did mm-hmm. and want to be with that. But guess what? Due to your own actions, you got some baggage that you didn't have when you got married. Correct. And guess what? If when you went to Lala and you was like, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. I fucked up. Oops, I fucked up. But I need you to like, if you want to accept me, this is the baggage I take. And I mean, it's no different than somebody who comes into a relationship with kids. The only difference is. I think Lala's point is that like, I didn't come into the relationship. Like you didn't have kids when we came to the relationship. They were both children. Like, Mello was, how old was he? I think that he was, like, 19, but I actually think that they met before that. Yeah. But they were they were, they were both kids. They were both Absolutely. really young. But she came back. That's the thing. Yes. Like, like, she... But I wonder if, like, I want to be clear. Like, if she... Did she come back with the stipulations as, like, oh, yes, I forgive you for the things that happened. And I know you have a kid, but that kid is not this. You cannot be a part of this. It's a package deal. Just and like- I, I agree. Particularly with kids. Kids don't act to be brought be here. here. But the, the, exactly. So, like, if you date somebody who has a kid, it's a package deal. You can't say, hey, I want to date Michael, but I don't want to do anything with any seed that he has. You can't do that. It's like, we are literally a package deal. No, I'm not expecting you to provide for them financially, but if you want to accept me, you have to accept the fact that I have somebody that I'm responsible for. I would push back against you because if we're in a committed relationship, and you know that there's a, a children involved, how could I not expect our finances to not be a part of raising the raising a kid? You're right. You're right. You're so right. I'm just like, I want to be very clear that there's levels of relationships. There's right? levels of relationships. So I'm not talking about no situationship or no, I've just met you or anything like that. Right. They're married. They're married. But I think so Carmelo, I mean, even though he's not doing his thing, like, I mean, like, really, he's like, actively in NBA right now, yeah. but they're not hurting for money. They're not hurting for money. But so that's what I was trying to, I was trying to stress is that I personally wouldn't date with somebody who is struggling financially, who has a kid, because I think if I come into that situation now, 
I'm doing well for myself. Now the thing is though, if you my if you the person I'm messing with, yeah, I'm gonna make sure you're good. Right. But now you're saying like, oh, because you're struggling with whoever you you your your seed. Now am I expected to take on that responsibility? Right, but I don't want us to lose this thing. I don't want to lose the conversation about Lala and Carmelo. Carmelo. That's not any of the issues. Right. They're not struggling for money. They're not financially destitute. I agree. It is Lala is saying that it's okay for you to provide for this kid financially, but that's as far as it'll go. And she's encouraging bad mentality because I mean I don't know. I don't know if it's encouraging. Like she's that's her opinion on the situation. But how many other people who are broke, honestly, I, I was thinking about this the other day, like how many other deadbeat dads, and I, I'm only using I'm using at deadbeat and italicis. I wish you guys can see me. Of not who who are involved in their child's life because not because they don't want to is because the person that they fell in love with. It, I'm not gonna say fall in love. Who they had a, a child with? No, I'm some of the other person. Because Lala didn't have a she had a child with him, but the, their child is not of the discussion. Is the other child that right. this person That's had a relationship with? The person that Carmelo had a child with. Right. So Lala's right. the third person right now as far as that child. As far concerned. as that child is which that's what she needs to understand. Right. That's what Lala has yes. to understand. In the context of your relationship with Carmelo, yes. But this is not about her relationship with Carmelo. This is about Carmelo's relationship with his child. Right, and I think she's missing that. And also Carmelo's, not, yes, yes, Carmelo's other child with that child. Because it's and, hard for, for Carmelo to have a, a relationship with his daughter and then not, not expect his son to also have a relationship with his sister. Correct. If his mother is saying... There is no relationship. She does not exist right. to us. Which That's I think fucked up. Th- that is. And I uh, totally agree. That's exactly everything that you're saying. I'm right there with you. And I think that it's also, like you said, as far as Carmelo manning up, like there needs to be a conversation. Now, I'm not in their bed. I'm not in their house. We're just having a discussion based off of a topic that was brought up right. on social media. Alleged. Allegedly. Again, because I don't sit there with Mello. Right. Or Lala or and Lala, whatever he's talking about in or bed. Or the new girl or the ba- the new baby and the the, the, the yeah. other girl. But I know that kids don't actually be brought here. And I know that as a person that is very tight-knit with my siblings, Sibling. that it's crazy for somebody to not allow the opportunity for that relationship to happen because of some adult shit. Right. It's also ridiculous for Lala as a mother who has a child to put parameters around somebody to be a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a father is so much more than financially providing. Right. But that's also, I, I mean, Lala can have her demands. Clearly, I yeah. don't want to say clearly because I don't know what's talking about, but Carmelo also as a man has to put his big boy drawers on and say, hey, this is a package that, yeah, I fucked up again. Right. But I get it. It's going to be hard for you even, to accept. I don't, I don't. I don't like even a package deal because it is. It's like it's not a package deal. To be be a package deal is like, hey, like here I am and I have like a dog. He has a daughter now that's not he has yours. a child, which isn't a package deal. It's I. He will forever from hence now and forevermore. He's going to be a father. Exactly. To the dog. It's not a package deal. I am a father. Right, but he was a father before all that yes, happened. So Keon. But the thing is, though, but the Keon was their kid. So that's the thing. Like you took me back, uh, yes, knowing Keon everything. Was, Keon is their kid, right? So, but Carmelo being a father for Keon, it's not 
Lala's responsibility. It's, it's not, Carmelo's responsibility, exactly. even if they are together. Because there's a lot of people that are together in a marriage, but people still not being daddies. Whew. Rewind that. Bring it back one more time. What I want to stay on. I got it, but I need the audience here. Responsibility of fatherhood is not predicated upon you being in a marriage. Absolutely. I, yeah. So what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, Carmelo. Yes, Carmelo has been a father to Keon within the. While he's also been a husband to Lala. Right. And when he wasn't, when there were, is a lot of people who have been husbands to people in relationships and haven't been fathers to their kids right. that they've made. So that's what I'm saying. Right. No. It's not about Lala at all. It's not a package deal. It's about how he shows up in fatherhood. That's right. not a package. So I get that. So this is the issue that... Hold on, let me say this too because it's right on the tip of my tongue. You got it. Carmela has been a father for Keon, so there's mm-hmm. no way that Lala could possibly think that if I have another kid, regardless of the context of the circumstances, that I'm not going to be a father for that baby. Right. But apparently, based off of social media, because again, you know, we're just here sitting in the studio. Yes. We, we don't know exactly. We'll go. I don't know Carmelo. I don't know Lala from a great, uh, from um, Adam. So Adam. the thing, right, Adam. So the thing is, though, based off of what we've read, what mm-hmm. we heard, and stuff like that. Carmelo has not really had a relationship with his daughter. I don't want to necessarily chalk it up because, oh, Lala is not a advocate of that relationship. But I would assume because of how we've seen his relationship with his own, his other his son, mm-hmm. that that is the common denominator. Is because he's not involved in that. This daughter's life yeah. is because of Lala and. And that's and that's and that's honestly unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And that's all that but, I can say to and that. Well, and that's why I said, as far as like putting your big old, big boy pants on, it's like, yo, you have to deal with the decisions that you made, mm. and if the person that you want to be with is saying, hey, I'm willing to take you back, but I'm not willing to take it back the 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 consequences of what you did. As part of that. And guess what? He has to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. As much as I want to be with you, I can't make that decision. I won't make that decision. I think, again, if, and again, we don't know. But Carmelo has to say that I value the relationship that I'm going to have with my child. Like, it has to mean, it has to mean more. I mean, there's tons of kids that grow up without a daddy. I mean, there, it won't be the first time if this happens. It won't be the last time. I know that financially providing for, for children is the very least mm-hmm. of what it means to be a, a father. I know a whole lot of people who grew up with nothing, who didn't have a whole, whole lot of anything, but their daddies was there yeah. for them every step of the way. They didn't have a big house. Matter of fact, they were government subsidized, so they only paid $7 in rent. Black folks really don't come from money, so like that, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. But so I know people that have those experiences where they didn't have anything. So it wasn't that they had a millionaire father or that you know they had somebody that was paying for them private school tuition. But what they do have is they have memories and they had love and they had the person who tucked right. me in and they had the person that showed to father daughter dance. And Show me to, how to pee standing up. I mean, I well, hate to say it's it. a little girl. It's so a little it's girl, but I, so I get it. But I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm the sex to stay on the little girl. Right, I'm taking the sex out, out of the of child. Oh, but okay. I'm just talking about as far as the things yes. that the father needs they to be there. Like as a even, father, right, even it's like the daughter, the father's love for a daughter. Everyone talks about like the first 
person that a daughter falls in love with is the father. First man. And so, Lala, yeah. I mean, allegedly, and I'm going to keep saying allegedly because we, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. She's taking that away from her, and it, it sucks because as a woman who I feel as though should appreciate a man who wants to be, and I'm, I'm assuming that Carmelo really wants to be in this child's life, and this was like, oh, I smashed this one chick. Yeah. And she's like, that was it. But I think he's a great father. I mean, I haven't heard anybody complain about him being a father the to his son. Exactly. His son. Yeah. So why would I expect anything different just because of the relationship he has yes. with the person he had a child I with? I think it's unfortunate that women are bitter. I'm not going to say women. That people are bitter and that they're unable to navigate that better with a child being in place. It does take a really big person. That's, and maybe in a couple of years, she'll recognize, like, wow, that's crazy that I put these parameters on a person that has removed them from actually showing up as a father. And, you know, or maybe she comes out and she says, like, because, you know, she's been busy shooting power. So now that that bitch got some free time because mm-hmm. the show's over, she can think about the things that she said and she could say, you know what? Let me address this. Because maybe she didn't emotions. say it. I was in my emotions. Or she didn't say it, or I was in my emotions. Have, right, right. I really a, have no idea. I'm going to throw a curveball. And let's let's flip the script. We're in, because it has been a situation wherein two people are together. The female does something. Or, yeah, the female does something. And she gets pregnant mm-hmm. by another person. I, and I think Soldier Boy is probably a good example. I'm taking it back a couple Season from Love and Hip Hop or whatever the episode that was. We're in Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. So Soldier Boy was dating. No, um, what is a Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy is ooh Soldier Boy. Tell him whatever. So Soldier Boy was with. I'm sorry. What was that? Soldier Boy. Tell him. I wish y'all could see my hands. Ooh, that joint. No. Mm-mm. Before your time or after your time? It was neither before nor after. You know, Soldier Boy. Tell him. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting nothing from you. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not feeling me. What is a soldier boy again? Soldier boy, tell him. Ooh. Oh, I know. I know now. Yo. Yeah. Boy. Hey, 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 hey! You okay, a nigga for real? Because you know exactly what the fuck I was talking about. But anyway, I so soldier boy, you do it. Duh, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. So soldier boy was dating. Um, what's it nigga from? Um, Backstreet, Blackstreet. I have no idea. Travis, whatever. I don't know who it is, but he was dating her. They was dating. Blackstreet is like Teddy Riley. It, Teddy Riley's daughter. Exactly. You fuck with me. You get me. No, because I know Teddy Riley. All right. So Teddy Riley's daughter, whatever. Yeah, I don't know that nigga got kids. Yeah. No. Yeah. He had a daughter. He, Her daughter was dating Soulja Boy. They broke up. So so Teddy Riley, that's a great example. Anytime that your daughter dates Soulja Boy, it means that you didn't show up as a father. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, Jenna. Go on. But anyway, so yeah, Teddy Riley had a daughter. His daughter was dating Soldier Boy. They broke up. She started messing with somebody else. Got pregnant. Soldier Boy was like, "Yo, I fucked up. Reason why the break happened. Whatever, whatever, whatever." But he he stepped up and was like, "Yo, I'm going to take this." I, I can't remember when she had the baby. Wait, wait, wait. Soldier Boy fucked up, caused a break in the relationship. Well, I I think I mean because I don't really fo- I don't really follow with motherfucking um. Celebrity lives because I got left shit going on in my own life. Right. But anyway, apparently something happened. So fucked up, but the girl he was dating in the fuck up break, she fucked somebody else and got, got pregnant. pregnant. Exactly. They got back together. She has a kid. I don't know where they are right now. But anyway, but Soldier Boy was like, yo, 
whatever, whatever. I'm willing to step up, be this baby's father, whatever. I mean, from the episode I yeah. saw, he was holding the baby and everything like like it was his own seed or whatever. So, what is how does one hold a baby like it's their own seed versus hold a baby like just hold it? One is like, yo, where the fuck you come from? Like, why are you here? And you want kind of like you want semi shaky or whatever, but you want to get the baby baby syndrome shaking syndrome shaking baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And then the other one is like. You so cute. Like I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm gonna treat you like my own. So how did Soldier Boy do it? He did the latter. Like, yo, like, yo, I know I messed up, but hey, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna take care of this joint as well. Cause Soldier Boy don't get no kids alone. I hey, and I'm That's actually really I'm good. shocked as hell, for real, for real, cause that's like, what I say, that's really good. He's been in the game for a long time. I'm surprised he don't have like motherfucking um country um country Wayne, nine kids, four baby mamas. Who? Exactly. Who's Country Wayne? Country Wayne was messing with uh, Jessica. Um, she's a comedian. You know a lot of really obscure. Because like, I be on social media. Semi celebrities. I be on social I thought you were talking about Lil Boosie who got twenty five kids with twenty six yeah, baby mamas. Yeah, Because apparently Shade Room like threw a lot of shade. I'm talking about like all the fathers who got like a lot of kids with a lot of different baby mamas. And so, Boosie like, was one of them. Boosie, I think I don't remember Boosie, but like Eddie Murphy was one of them. Yes. But don't know. So Eddie Murphy's in a different league because none of the niggas after Eddie Murphy have Eddie Murphy money. This is facts. And like Eddie Murphy has some bad joints too. Yes, like Nicole Murphy. Is Nicole oh. Murphy on uh, Scary Spice? Gorgeous. Is no. It? And it wasn't Scary Spice with your dumb ass. It was um the black chick, Black Spice. It wasn't posh. It was scary. Oh, with my dumb ass. Yeah. Ex- oh, 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 because I remember the only black, oh, motherfucking joint. First of all, now that you brought that up, they named the black girl Scary Spice. She can't rename herself. No, that shit no, was white. No, but she's bad, girl. though. But she's yeah, bad. I know that. Melanie. Melanie, yeah. She be- no, her name was Mel B. Mel B. Melanie Bell B. What are you talking about? No. Because fucking, where did you get Scary Spice from? Where'd she get Scary Spice from? I'm sorry. It was Sporty. Posh. These bitches is out here named like Teletubbies? Yeah, yeah. Teletubby. Good night. Dipsy. La la. Pole. I'm going home. Scary, sporty who? Exactly. These hoes out here was named like motherfucking the Seven Dwarfs. No, Power Rangers. Good night. Tyrannosaurus. I gotta go. That bitch is Melby. So his kids were, um... Nicole, everybody knows Nicole. Yeah, everybody knows Nicole Murphy. Tall, light skinned, yeah, dandy. No, Mur- no, Eddie Murphy has some bad joints, though. Yeah, supposedly a model, never seen her on anything. Yeah. I like famous when, when pretty chicks marry rich men, they're like, she's a model. And I'm like, never seen she her. She was not a model. Models yeah. where? Yeah, she was pretty. She was pretty. She was aspiring. Aspi- right. But hey, you know, she made did one or two shows. It don't take much. You famous now. You you got a podcast. Good night. Who? You. You got a podcast. It's like no, nigga. We got a podcast. Yeah, you know. And I'm not famous. And if and even if in the day that I come back, never am I a model. So. So yeah, let's bring it back. Bring it way back. Like that's crazy. I really hope that Carmelo shows up for yeah. uh, his kids. I hope Carmelo Carmelo steps up. I, I understand. I'm I'm literally trying to put myself in his shoes, mm-hmm. being a. Married guy, like let let's be honest, like let's be honest, like just because you want things to work out, you also have to and keep your your integrity, like 
your balls at the end of the day. And so your boss and your integrity. Your balls and your integrity. They go hand in hand. Like your word is your balls and your balls is your integrity. So So that's interesting. And that's gonna lead us right into I think like the conversation. Right. So I all these things that happened, mm-hmm. I just wanna know like what was going on. So like when he was doing what he was doing, did he say where he was at, what he was doing, or did Or did he do what he did and then didn't say where he was or where he was at and was like, Oh, it was it was good at the gym. Mm. Not to say that he didn't go to the gym. But that's not the only place he went. But that's not the only place that he went. Or he went to the gym after he did whatever he was doing. So he could be able to say the gym was good. So whatever he did, he wasn't lying. That's a good question. When is a lie a lie? Hmm. Let's talk about it. You ain't got a lie. Okay, so when is a lie a lie? I think let's go through the lies and then you can and then we can have a conversation let's, about let's unpack it. Yeah, let's pack the it. types of lies and is that okay? Right. So what is a lie? So a white lie. A white lie is a lie that is deemed as like not really harmful, but it is in fact a lie is anything that is not the truth. Anything that is not the 100% truth is a lie. So let's start with the white lie. Okay. A little white lie is a lie that's seemingly not harmful. Great example is, hey, baby, like, how do I look in this? Mm. Right? So the truth is, you look like a motherfucking busted can of biscuits and that tight-ass whatever you have on. You look like, like a, a motherfucking... da 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 Exactly. But you don't say that. Right. What you say is like, baby, mm. you look nice. Or you, you say you look nice, but I think, hey, I saw you in this other dress that I think is more fitting for where we were trying to go. Well, baby, like, you look, oh, my gosh, like, you're the most handsome person in the world. Like, the handsome person in the world. You're the Ooh. most handsome person in the world. Fellas, don't ever call your girl handsome. Bitch, I'm gay. And that's where, hey, yeah, I just, I just got to throw that out there. I got to throw that out there. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. So you're like, oh, my gosh, you're the you're most handsome person in the world. Look at him. Look at them motherfucking, look at them cheeks. As you guys say, oh, that ass is looking good in there, Joe. Is that what y'all do? Is I, that- I think everybody who's in ass says that. I mean, but I don't know how to interpret it. Like, if, if my girls say, hey, no, your, your, your ass looking real good in them joints. I mean, I get it, but that isn't like, yo, how's the everything else thing that I'm really going for? Because I'm not going for is your ass looking nice in this suit right now. That's not what I'm going for. I'm like, yo. Really? Yo. Is my chest popping? When you put on a suit, like, you don't think about that? Like, how does my ass... My ass is probably not the last thing I think about, but it's definitely sure not the first thing I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, like... When you put on pants, you don't think about your ass. First of all, I don't... Yes, I think my ass. Exactly, because I was going to say, this is a great example of a white lie. But it ain't the first thing I think about. Because you're lying, but it doesn't really matter. How how the pants fit. How How do they fit in what context? 
Like, are they too low? Do they look too baggy mm-hmm. by the calf? By the shit. calf? Absolutely. Dude. These baby-ass calves you have, they're never, they always look baggy. Hey, right, fuck you. If we're going off of how do they look Oh, just because your big calf ass ass. <laughs> if we're going, how does it look by the calf? They all baggy. They nigga. all baggy. But, hey, I need a motherfucking Zara joint to feel a little bit tighter. <laughs> you the European cut? Exactly. Yes. Oh, you, hey, I hate him. I, <laughs> hey, I hate, I hate him. Just because this, this nigga is blessed with like abnormally large cats who never did him not a near calf lift ever. <laughs> and broad shoulders. <laughs> and broad shoulders. Shit, never knew about a shoulder, whatever. A shoulder scrunch. No, <laughs> a shoulder scrunch. So, yes, a white lie is a small lie that is seemingly harmful, but it is in fact not the truth. Absolutely. Okay. Is it okay to, is that okay for white lies? Absolutely. Do you think so? Absolutely. If you want to get some butt later, yes, it's okay. Hmm, that's interesting. I actually, I understand why you white lie, but I don't think that it's okay. I'm not going to say ethically, no. I'm, no not, I'm not talking about ethics. I'm just saying I understand why other people who, like you just said, yes. Yes. I don't believe in it. You know why? Because I'm like, I'm not going to hell up in a little shit. Like, if you don't look good, I'm going to say, like, you don't look good. And God will understand, hey... He just wanted to get his dick wet. And he, guess, he said what he said. Yes. While you're in hell. He'll understand. No, he gonna help me out. He gonna like, hey. Burnt the fuck up. He gonna understand. Hey, Chuck. Burnt the fuck up. He's gonna understand. But yeah, and he All knew. this nigga had to do was keep it 100. He knew where my heart was. Nigga, our theme music is motherfucking we the trillist. So, nigga. So, tell me this. All of a sudden now, because you with your bitch, because you with your girl, because you with your guy, you can't keep it one thou wow. No, I ain't gonna now say. Now you can't shoot your. Now you can't do it with no chases. No, nigga. I ain't. I know. Now the nigga need all the cranberry juice. I need all the chases. When his bitch come out looking like a busted cannabis. Absolutely not. She not coming out busting like a cannabis with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is she out by herself? Nah, I ain't. It's gonna, okay. Nah. Is she by herself? It's okay. I ain't, gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna set her up like that. I ain't gonna set her up like that. No, no, no. Is she looking all right, all right, okay, okay. Okay, okay, I mean, okay, okay, we, okay, okay, okay. Okay, we here. So, right. I mean, I'm going to do accountable for the words no, that you say. You're right, you're right, because I'm recording. But anyway, <laughs> shit. No, is she looking like, okay. Is she looking like a Is she looking like a oom da dun 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 No, I'm not going to let her do that because she's a reflection of me. Okay. But if she's like teeter-tottering, like, yo, like, nah, I probably would because that's where we are. But I can absolutely see where somebody who... You aren't where you are, and the person that you're dealing with is so sensitive. They ask you, how does my butt look in these pants? And you tell them the truth. Saggy. Yes, exactly. Saggy. A lot of, lot of people, regardless of whatever, whatever, cannot accept the truth. But then that's what you got to do. I mean, so, you so, got to wean them on and to I that, think that comes, But I also think that comes back to the strength of the relationship. If you are not in a relationship, it's not the strength. It's it is the, the person. Sh- it's the person because guess Absolutely what? Absolutely not. It is the strength of the relationship. Because if I am with, if I'm with you in a relationship, in a relationship as an intimate, monogamous, committed relationship, or as a friend, if you are a friend of Michael Roman, and you know I don't use that word, mm-hmm. but if you're my friend, I am going to say some things. What did my mom say today? You know, Michael can be very curt. You can't. But it's not that like, oh, you don't know or, oh, he's being mean. It's like you recognize like, oh, you ha- when Michael says it, like he's going to keep it 100. Exactly. And that, that is key. And the thing is, though, a lot of people who can take it, 
can't receive it. And a lot of people just can't receive. Who can't take it, can't receive it. Exactly. Just because I dish it out doesn't necessarily oh, okay. mean that I can accept the same type of criticism that I give out. Mm-hmm. Most times than not, that's how people are. Like they can like they can throw the dozens, but they can't accept being criticized. And there's a lot of people who can't accept being criticized for something. And guess what? As a person, you have to be able to understand who you're with. Which I also think is not. What you say. So that's how you say it. It's how you say it. Exactly. But, so I think that it's like important not to not say it like saying like, oh, because then the whole time, it, because I didn't want to hurt your feelings, you walk around with saggy booty. You're right. No, and I'm not. When all you had to right. do was put them my fucking jeans on when I first met you at the club because your ass was sitting right in those. Right. And I think that's how you say it, though. Like, no, you know what? I'm not feeling these. This is here it is. Wear these jeans or wear this dress because you know what? This dress is going to look nice on you. I mean, I get that. And I think that when you get to that point, but a lot of people haven't had that history like to know what other outfit you look really nice in other than the outfit that I met you in. Right. Sabra, I also think that that low-key is a setup when you're talking about intimate relationships when people ask like, what, how do I look? And it's like, well, how, do, how does my ass look? Bitch, you know what your ass look like? Right. Bitch, we are not mirrorless We're, out here. Most times they're not. The per- yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not the one. Like, how does my ass look? I don't know. I, I haven't looked at it. I'm blind. I don't no, know. I can't see. You tell me. I don't like, know what it's supposed to look like. Why are we playing games? Why are we playing games? What am I comparing this to? Yeah, like, your ass from this morning, your ass from right. when, when I had... After lunch. Henny dick, and I was, like, beating it out the frame. Like, what are we asking mm. it in comparison to? It's like, no. Like, you know what your ass looks like? Don't do that. Normally, yeah. you have to ask... Really, normally if you have to ask... Those are the rules. You have some apprehension about what you're putting on. You motherfucking know. Exactly. Let's talk about another lie. What I think is a lie. But it's called the omission of the truth. So a great example... So an example of this would be... First of all, omission of the truth is a lie? Yes. Okay, okay. And it comes back to like... Continue, motherfucking example. If it's not the whole truth, it's a lie, right? Mm. So... You leave your you say, Hey baby, like I'm about to go kick it with the kick it with the boys at the basketball court. Mm-hmm. You leave, you go take a detour, you eventually kick it with the boys at the basketball court, and you come back and she's like, Hey, like what'd you do? And you're like, Oh, we went to go kick it at the basketball court. That is one of the things you did, but that's not all of the things what? that you did. It's omission of the truth a lie. So you went like left, like and absolutely, because you that's not all you did. But how, but if she asked you that specific question, what, right? And she, that is a lie. Is it a lie? But yes. But what if you went to the court and somebody who came to the court who had no business being at the court, but they only came to the court because you was at the court. Mm-hmm. At X, some chick that's been trying to throw the pussy at you. You didn't lie. You went to the court. You was balling with your boys, and somebody came. Now, your, your girl, your dude come to you and say, like, what you do today? I went to the court, and I played ball. I was hanging with the homies. Right. Which you did. You did. Absolutely. You did, you did that in my scenario as well. But you also did some other things. things. But I didn't do anything else. Somebody came into where I had planned. Right. I don't want to use that example. I'm going to use my example. example because 
Did you go to the court? Yes. Absolutely. Did you do some other things? Yes. But you didn't but ask you me. you didn't ask him about that. So, but, so I omitted that from the conversation. I didn't admit. I I'm, didn't omit I'm anything. asking, is it a lie? It's not a lie because you didn't ask me what I did. You asked me. Mm. So, okay. So if I don't, so if you don't ask me. I brushed my teeth this morning. If I didn't tell you I didn't brush my teeth, did I lie because I didn't say I brushed my teeth? So I'm asking, so are you saying that omission of the truth is not considered a lie? I don't necessarily think that because it depends on what's being asked and why. What's being asked and why? Normally, mm. your person who's asking what you did today is because they're curious about what you literally did today and necessarily not Every time we get on the podcast, I ask you, how was your day? What'd you do? Exactly. And I don't go one by one, one, but I didn't lie necessarily because I didn't say, oh, I had a one-on-one with my boss. That is not a lie because I didn't tell you that. So why would it be a lie? Because I didn't tell you step by step everything I did with my significant other as a lie. Right. So that's a great point. So is omission of the truth a lie if you know that there's been something that maybe you should not have done? Now the question is what should I have not done? And to who? Me having a conversation with somebody that you feel as though I shouldn't have had a conversation with is that a lie? Because I didn't tell you I had a conversation with that person. Right. So what I'm saying is somebody comes back and is like, I asked you what you did on Saturday and you told me you were going to the basketball court. But you actually went to Wawa. Wawa. How you responded? I went to Wawa. So you a liar, nigga. You a liar. So like, is that? No, I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. I just didn't tell you everything that I did for the day. No, you, so if you didn't tell me everything you did, then that makes you a liar. And that were, is where I don't agree. But I'm, I'm acting it out. No, I get what you're doing. So I'm trying to but figure I, out. I don't agree because I don't think anybody sits here and says, hey, honey, how was your day? What did you do today? And they go, you know what? Hey, from the time that you saw me leave out the house, mm-hmm. I put my key in. Well, I got a push start now. Anyway, I pushed <laughs> my button and I opened the garage and I drove to the metro. Nobody's asking for that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but do you think that the initial question is wanting that level of detail? It depends on why you're asking me. So if, if I know what you're asking, why you're asking me, mm-hmm. then if I know why you're asking me something and mm-hmm. I leave something out, then yes, I think that's dishonest. Okay. So but if true. I'm just asking, if you're asking me and I leave something out and I didn't think anything of it, I don't think that's necessarily a lie. Okay, that's fair. So, omission because you're just like, oh, I didn't know the level of detail that you wanted. It's nothing. It's not, it's nothing. It's not a lie. I went but to if point. it's like, oh, I know why you're asking me and I'm intentionally, mm-hmm. and I'm intentionally saying it this way, you you lying. Right. But there are times, I think I do think, and I think, let's bring it back a little bit. This question came from a homeboy of mine, and I don't know like what really triggered him to ask this question, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he did ask it, because yes. I, I, I love the fact that we have listeners who are listening, and it's like, hey, throw this question out there, and so I'm going to be legitimate and like think about like where this could have really happened mm-hmm. and why he would trigger this. I'm thinking, hey, either I told this person that I was just chilling in the house, mm-hmm. and that's it, and the person thought that's all that was happening, but the whole time... I'm chilling in the house. Maybe I had a guest over. Or I was chilling in the house and I, I was phone boning the mm-hmm. whole time. 
I don't know what really triggered the question to be asked, but again, I appreciate him asking the question. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm trying to like every time we have these podcasts, I try to think about I try to put myself in the listener's shoes and I try to put myself in pre-marriage Chuck and like where I would fit. Mm-hmm. I go out, I'm hanging with some friends. Mm-hmm. I actually, I asked you how your day was. Like, how was everybody? How was whatever, whatever, whatever. And you mentioned everybody else except for the one person I don't want you to mention. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you spent time, that person came up, y'all, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you <laughs> completely left that person out. I do think that's dishonest. Do I think it's necessary a lie? No. But again, it's it's the whole thing about being moral and ethics versus yes. lying. Yes. The kind of lie, let's move on to the uh, the next kind of lie, which I think that I'm really good at not doing. The lie of the broken promise. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to meet you at, let me not say this. Oh, I'll come with you here. Like, oh, I'll go to the basketball game with you. Oh, Mike, you come with me to the basketball game? Yeah. Red, you'll do da 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 You'll write me a letter of recommendation? Like, sure. And, like, I don't follow through. Mm. I don't follow through. I'm really good at that because I never make promises. Mm. Children have taught me. Because children will hold you minds of elephants and will hold you accountable like no other creature on the... You could say something. Like, never say something to a kid that because you're just trying to, like, pacify them. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do that. You told me we was going to go get ice cream. Like, mm. when? January 20th at 17. On Tuesday. We on Tuesday at 1700 hours. When Miss Henderson said, You're yeah. like, what? And like, you said, if I sit down in my seat, you, exactly. would, you would get us Popeyes. So the lie of the broken promise. I am really good about that because I never make promises. So this is where. I'm just like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Right. And so. I'll try my best. You didn't lie. You no. did not. I guess there's a lessons learned. Yes. But versus kids oh, taught me. Oh, I got you on Friday, no. and you don't do it. I don't necessarily think that's a lie. You just didn't hold your word. I I think lie is past tense in my opinion. But if you don't hold your word, that's a lie. It's not a lie. If a I lie, told a you lie. That if I've committed to you that I was going to do something and I didn't do it, you lied about doing it. No, because you didn't do it yet. Come with me to the baseball game. I'll, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come to you. Oh, yeah, I'll mm. meet you for happy hour. Mm. I'm sitting at happy hour. You never show up. It's the next day. You stood me up. That's a lie. You lied about coming. I, think, I, I, I feel as though a lie is something that's past tense. Like, you said you did something, but you didn't do it. Not that you said you were going to do something, and, and you, you didn't, didn't do, do it. it. Yes. You said you were going to do something, and you didn't do it. So what would, what would that be? What would you call it? Well, it depends on if you. That's a lie. No, it depends on what, if you said you were going to do something with the intent that you weren't going to do it at all. No. Then you lie. But if you said you're going to do something and you didn't do it, then I I didn't lie because at the time that I said I was going to do it, I had every intention on doing it, but something happened. But that's why didn't you communicate with me that something so happened? That's so different. I'm sitting up here and happy because you said you're going to come. That's different. That, that's that's the that's the part that makes you a liar. It doesn't make. Now you, that you didn't show I up, I forgot. I forgot versus it, it, that's what it, you it lied about. No, that you because somebody said like like let's think about like if you're on testimony and you say something, you know, oh, I forgot that happened. That's a lie because it's something that literally happened and you forgot and you said it didn't happen. 
And you know what happens when people do that? They get perjury charges for lying. Exactly, because it's something that happened. But how can I sit here and you can't ple- you can't pledge to something something that I'm going to do something, and then somebody holds you accountable three weeks later saying you said you were going to do something but that you, you didn't, didn't do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's still a lie because you didn't come through on your commitment. You didn't right, but at so, the time that I, you're saying it, it's not a lie. Yeah, but we're not talking about the moment that it's coming out your mouth. That's exactly what we're talking no, about. No, we're talking about the moment that you didn't meet the obligation. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so we're talking about two different things. Yeah, because if I say to you, if you tell me, if I say I'm going to show up, and I'm going to show up, like, okay. Right. But if Then you, you lied to me because now we're at the time that you if, didn't show up. Right, but if you say I'm going to show up, and I know I'm never gonna show up. Like that's a that's I, a blatant lie. I'm, that, that's what I call what, what what black people call that's a bold face. Lie. That's a bold face lie. That's when, a bold face lie. That's why you're not right. showing up. That's why I, exactly. So if you're doing something, and I say, hey, we're gonna record next Wednesday, and I have every intention on recording next Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we don't show up, and we don't record on next Wednesday. I don't think I lied to you because I had every intention on recording next Wednesday versus telling somebody. Daryl, hey, me and Red, we recorded on Wednesday and we didn't record on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That is a lie because we didn't record on Wednesday. Right. That's 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 a bold face lie. That's, a bold, that's lie. a bold face lie. A bold face lie is, but it could be a bold face lie if I have no intention on recording with you next Wednesday. Yes, but I think that the bold face lie, the thing that comes that's different about it being like a broken promise, right? Like, oh yeah, sure, we record mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, and we don't. And a bullfight slot is because, like, you have tickets to be in Toronto. Right. And you know, exactly. So and I didn't like, say that. No, like, duh. You knew like, you, you was going to make it. You knew you wasn't going to make it because right. of XYZ. I respect. Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're both agreeing, like, bullfight slot, like, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. So what happens if a bullfight slot. Okay, let's take two steps back. How do you feel about a broken promise within the context of a relationship not just within a marriage but like even friendships just friendship i think that broken promise i think your word is everything mm-hmm. regardless of the type of relationship you're in whether or not it's we're co-workers mm-hmm. whether or not we are friends whether or not we are com- companions what uh what's the other word when we're not necessarily friends but we're not in a relationship associates or whatever your word is your word is your word. And so if you say you're going to do something, mm-hmm. I'm expecting you to do that regardless of the the level of relationship the that we had. Okay. And so if you don't do that, yeah, then absolutely I believe that we're a lot, that what you did was a lie. Which I think I'm kind of contradicting what I'm saying because I'm hoping that when you said what you said you were going to do, mm-hmm. you had every intent on doing that. But life takes us into like curveballs. So speaking of speaking of life and taking us in the curveballs, how do you feel about niggas that are always exaggerating? Like, do you consider the extreme exaggerator as a liar? Absolutely. If you exaggerate too much, I don't trust anything the fuck you have to say. Good. So I think that when you think about the exaggerator, it's like also it's like a mix of like exaggeration with the bull face. It's like. Nigga, no. No, like, I know you're not going to do that. I know you're not going to do that. Or I know you didn't do that. Like, homies are like, man, like, I bag like five bitches. Like, dog, first day of school, dog, I got like 12 numbers. Get back. 
Let me see them. Oh, man. Hey, it's, I wrote them down. Or, like, another one that is, like, crazy is, I got 12 bodies on me. Right. Oh, my God. I went to Brixton on Sunday, and everybody was just like, oh, my gosh. It was like, so much like I couldn't move in Brixton. It was like numbers after numbers after numbers. No. Yeah. That wasn't the case. Because, like, we went out two weeks ago, and, like, it was nobody. crickets, nigga. Right. Nobody. Nobody even. Fresh shape up. And nobody was trying to Fresh hold. shape up, new fit, Gucci belt, all of the things that you knew Fresh to shape. say. Just got, just cast your, um, your check at the payday loan place, and still no play. None. I think it's ironic right. that now, all of a sudden, when I wasn't there, it was, you got numbers for years. Get back. Right, so exaggeration. Like, we're saying, like, yeah. no good. Like, exaggeration, like, none of the good. What about, this is another, this is another thing. What about people that are always um, operating in spaces where they're um, creating rumors? Mm-hmm. It's like a constant state of, like, mm-hmm. well, I heard, like, such and such. I heard that such and such. Or, like. Hey, you know, you know, Stacy. You know she get Stacey, around. She pregnant by Taquil. Mm, and you know Taquil mess with. You know Taquil. He's for everybody. Everybody. Mm. How like how does that register with you? Um, and that's just like there's several words: messy, gossipy. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like niggas is like fabricating shit about people, spreading rumors, being messy. Do you c- equate that with like? A liar? Like, you're a liar. Yes, yes. You yes. do? Okay. Anybody who embellishes all the time, anybody who, like, just takes one bit of information and just, like, embellishes beyond, like... Not exaggeration. This is, like, well, I heard... Do, 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 yeah, do. and... Like, telephone. Telephone Telephone on steroids. I don't take... And even when we first introduced this whole segment, we were talking about the whole Lala and Carmelo... None of us actually heard anything come from Carmelo or Lala. But you know what we did to make sure that we weren't a part of that? We consistently came back to the fact, allegedly, allegedly, what we heard. Right. If this was the truth. Right. Right. Like we put parameters exactly, around the conversation. Exactly. So don't take this and run with it like as it's gospel. Right. However, if it's not Lala, it's somebody else with this with this situation. And that was the whole purpose of this so discussion. So we're gonna talk about it. Lala and Carmelo was examples, but there's I'm pretty sure there's thousands of women Correct. out here that's dealing with this alleged situation that Lala is dealing with, and may feel the same way that Lala feels, or yeah. the same way that Carmelo feels, and are are dealing with this. Anybody who's listened to Murray understands that nigga been in a relationship, fucked <laughs> another bitch, and now he dealing with he. Because he looked just like him. He looked like him. He got the same ears. Look at his nose. Shoot. Look at this motherfucking eyelashes. No, I've even seen some of some of They both got small penises. I've seen that. Well, I haven't seen it, seen it, but I've heard it on Maury. First of all, that lets you know the caliber of person you're dealing with. Because, ma'am, he's one years old. How big is what's the one year old no. penis supposed no, to be? I lie you not. They both I lie, you not. The lady was like, hey, my son got a small penis just like his daddy. I was like, shit. Wait, was he the father? I can't remember that part. <laughs> oh, shit. But she like, swore up and down like this nigga had a small penis on his son. So I was like, first be. of all, 
I ain't seen that many toddlers or babies' penises to know, like, yo, your penis small versus exactly. this nigga's like, penis small. That nigga's like, baby's penis is little. Yeah, exactly. So, bitch, you being disrespectful. You being very disrespectful. You being disrespectful. You being petty. And that comes back to Lala. Yeah. Bitches is steady petty when it comes to things like that. Bitches consistently show up as petty bitches mm. when it comes to things like, I don't know who their daddy is, or this Ooh. nigga was outside right. the relationship. Now you gotta be petty LaBelle. So I do, I, I got I got Now you gotta be petty boo. So, so I got a question. So I was doing some research about how many, because Father's Day just passed, and yes. they were talking about how many how many people are single parents and the unfortunately the the statistics are very slanted as far as the number of women who are truly single parent and i i say truly because based off of the census they equate single as people who also who are receiving um child support which i don't necessarily agree i feel so as though if you're single and don't receive child support then don't. You're single, ver- single, receive. They 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 constitute even if you're receiving child support as being single. And I don't necessarily think that's a fair because there's people, there's men. I know men personally who are seeing their kids all the time, but also are obligated to pay child support. So when they baby mamas want to go to, I hope you ain't going to DR right now, but when they want to go to on some type of trip with a girls, mm-hmm. the dad is babysitting. Or, I don't want to say babysitting. The dad is... You can't babysit your kids. Exactly. That's why I want to refrain from that. The the dad is being his... Doing his... Whatever he's supposed to be doing. Correct. He's being a dad. Or whatever. So... But that happens where... And I think a lot of people are... Are misconstruing being single versus being a single parent. Yes. Those are two completely completely different different things. things. We're going to talk about that. Let's wrap up this. Okay. And um, I'm super excited because I know... That we have listeners, and this whole conversation came about from listeners who wanted us to dissect, okay. like, when is a lie a lie? So, when is a lie a lie? I think we talked about a lot of examples. We talked about examples of lies, and I think that in uh, Last Call, we'll get into Rock what up. we individually think about a lot as a lie being. I'd like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. Tell them. Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call for alcohol for the. So get your ass up off the wall. Welcome, welcome. So here we are at last call. So the thing is, when is a lot a lie? Red says that a lie is a lie always. Whether it's a white lie, whether it's a fabrication, whether it's an exaggeration, whether it's deception, whether it's a bold face, a lie, a lie is always a lie. Do I understand why people tell little white lies or why people omit the truth? Yes. But I think because, as we've talked about earlier, the communication being so important, it's why the real question is why do you feel like you have to lie? Or what is the reason that you feel like you have to lie? I'm all about getting to the root. At all times, when it's not 100% the truth, it's a lie. I will tell, say they're like, in fact, I lie. We are all liars. There are times when I don't think about, like, oh, I didn't say all of that. Yes. 
or there's times when I have maybe not intended to do something and said it anyway, like, oh, I'll do that anyway. Um, but I think that all of them are lies. And there's just the call, like, you got to do better. Like, do better, be better, and just say, you look like a can of Busted Biscuits. Ooh. Or, nah, I'm not going to be able to make it to wherever. I think that a lie is a lie when your intentions are to hold something back. So, so if your girl looks like a busted can of biscuits and you're intentionally trying to hold that back, and you if you don't say that, then yes, you're absolutely lying. Okay, perfect. But if you say something, if somebody asks you, and I go back to like, how was your day? What you do today? And you leave, and you say everything you did, and you leave something out, but it was not intentional for you to leave something out. I don't think that is a lie. Fair, fair. And so I think if you're omitting something because you knew what you omitted would. Would cause an adverse impact to the person you're talking to, then you're absolutely lying. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like you didn't leave something out because it was like completely irrelevant to what was being discussed, right. then I don't necessarily think that's a lie because you may not necessarily know what you left out. Well, like I give you an example. Derek gets upset with me if I don't eat lunch. Mm-hmm. So if I sit here and I tell her I did everything, everything, everything I did all day. And I say, yeah, I had lunch, but I didn't tell her that I necessarily ate the lunch she prepared for me. She might feel some type of way, but I didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't eat lunch at all. So that's a great example. Would you tell her, knowing that she gets upset at you for not eating lunch and you didn't eat lunch, would you be like, oh, yeah, and I ate lunch, baby? I probably would. I mean, I I might, though. I mean, what's your lying ass? Well, my lying ass. So, I mean, like, like, and that, that's why it's a perfect example where it, it may not necessarily be something like, oh, shit, you cheated on me or yeah. it's worth breaking up with. But yeah. at the same time, she might be like, hey, I just I just slaved over a stove for you to have lunch and you didn't eat it. Didn't eat it. Where so, is it? Let's, ask, so let's, let's do this, which we normally don't do on last call. So is it acceptable to lie? And if so, what are the parameters for that? I don't think it's ever really, 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 really... And damn, you caught me off guard with this question because I would love to think about this a little bit more. No, that's all um, here. I think there's more... It's better just to be truthful and to get it out the way than verse lie, honestly. Because then it's, I bring back the lunch. I think as innocent as it be, because I don't think it's necessarily something to necessarily ruin a relationship over. But then it's like, okay... You didn't eat the lunch. Why didn't you eat the lunch? Mm, you know what? I had that two days in a row. I'm not really feeling it. So next time I know, you know what? He's not feeling the same lunch two days in a row. So it's good feedback. It's good feedback. If you, know? you have the courage to be if honest. If you have the courage to be Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think, I don't. I can't really, really show like where he's the example where lying or omitting the truth is truly beneficial because at the end of the day, one little lie turns into another lie, turns into another lie. Now you got to keep track of your other lies. And somebody like myself who has a bad memory, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose track of the third lie. Right. And the fact that, like, I just can't keep eating the same thing every Exactly. Day. I mean, I can, but, like, you can't. Yeah, well, thanks so much for sharing. Absolutely. <laughs> Take a
This is your free pass. So here we go. This is the part of the segment where we have free passes to ask whatever, say whatever, and to just get to the inner thoughts of each other. These are lingering questions that you may have had, but you've never had the balls to ask. This is your free pass. I love when I get a free pass. Okay, let's go. So a while back, we were at a community, uh, comedy show, and a comedian had a funny joke. I thought it was funny when he was talking about infidelity and everything like that. And How so, many people laughed? Everybody. The whole audience laughed because I th- well, all the men laughed anyway. So then it was funny. Right. And so the question, he well, what he said basically was like talking about his significant other cheated. And he was like, he asked his significant other, what was the one question he asked? And the thing was, did you suck his dick? And so, out of all the things that the person could have done, the one thing that he was concerned with was, did you suck his dick? But I think that, okay, keep going. And so, I, have a, I have a thing about that. So, what I want to ask is, when it comes to cheating, mm-hmm. if you had to choose between mm-hmm. the level of cheating or the act of cheating, which one would you choose versus your significant other having penetration sex mm-hmm. versus performing oral sex on somebody, which one do you think is worse? And which one is, or which one is least forg- forgivable? You got to forgive one. I think that the reason that the comedian said that about oral sex is because the person that he's with doesn't suck his dick, if I'm being honest. I don't necessarily agree. I agree. I think that the reason that he thought that it was because he's like, damn, you don't suck my dick every night, but you suck this nigga's dick. That's my thought on it. I'm not asking if what your thought is because you asking me for a free. But I'm gonna tell you why all the guys like was like because people like when he asked it, he kind of left it left it open ended, Uh and he waited for the audience to find out what was the one question he asked, and that was was asked. And the reason why I think Uh that he asked that question is because there is a certain level of what you get out of sucking dick Mm -hmm. when you suck somebody's dick. You tell are lit. Tell us about. I mean, I don't know necessarily. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Fuck all y'all! Fuck all y'all! But no, for real, for real, for real. Like, no, I mean, no, no. Oh no, I'm gonna rephrase that. When you when get your dick you, sucked. When you suck somebody's dick, what? No, when you get your dick sucked. No, keep going. Fuck you. When you suck somebody's dick, what? I don't know when you suck somebody's dick, but I know when you get your dick sucked. You do because you just said it. No, when you get your dick sucked. Hey. You a nigga, dog. Hey, I don't fuck with you no more. But anyway, when you get your dick sucked, it's like, oh shit, she like like she's or he is bringing gratification to you. Like, I mean, there are people who clearly get something out of performing oral sex on somebody else, mm-hmm. but ninety percent of the time, and I'm just throwing that statistic out there arbitrarily. It's the person who's getting it performed on them who's really getting the satisfaction out of it versus having sex. Like, if somebody was to have sex and my significant was to have sex with somebody else, okay, she got something out of that versus her just performing on somebody else and they only the ones who's getting gratification out of that. I think mm-hmm. it's levels to that. And so I think as somebody, I don't know, I just want to know if it's different for somebody who's gay. Uh, well, my take on infidelity is and has always been that regardless 
anything that violates the trust in a relationship is unacceptable. So what is cheating? I, that was my definition. So is flirting cheating? I don't think flirting via. I don't think flirting violates the trust in a relationship. I think there are certain things that flirting could lead to that could violate the trust in a sexting. relationship. Sexting. Yes, that's. Yes. So is that cheating though? I haven't necessarily anything that violates the trust in a relationship. Yes. And so I think that sexting absolutely could fall under the parameters of violating trust. So between oral sex and penetration, they're both are things that violate that violate trust. There isn't for me personally, there isn't anything there's not like, oh, oral sex, you suck the nigga's dick, like that is more negative or more damaging. Or you have well, in my case, you fuck somebody or you were fucked by somebody like that's mm. more damaging, right? So, but that's because I'm versed. Can, can we unpack that though? Can we unpack yeah. that? So, woo! Because that's a little bit different than like the lifestyle I live. So, <laughs> if you have somebody who's like versed, verse, verse. Oh mm-hmm. shit! So it's not. It's no past tense. Verse. Yeah. So you have somebody who's versed. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with somebody who's versed. You clearly know they're versed. Is there? Because we're going to like, we're going to pull this string a little bit. Okay. That's what a free pass is. Right. So, if okay. Which one are you more likely to forgive? And you can't say neither because I know how you are. Well, I, I know I'm very, it is not me saying neither because I am being, like, I'm being honest. Right. Anything that violates trust, I cannot be with you because it doesn't make sense for but, me as a human being to be with somebody I don't trust. That's a but that doesn't it make is, sense. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, I get it. You cheated. You cheated. I get it. I mean, Correct. that's like. I mean, uh, uh, but there's are was, there levels to cheating? So I don't think that there are okay. levels. I think it's like once you cross the threshold right. of you violated trust. So I don't think that flirting is necessarily cheating. A lot of people are insecure, and so they can't handle that. Right. I think that there are people that are naturally flirtatious, mm-hmm. right? And it's like. If I met you and you had this kind of personality, I don't expect because you get in a relationship that your personality is supposed to change, right? right? Research says that it takes a traumatic life Mm -hmm. experience to change your personality once you become an adult. So, unless there's this this traumatic experience that you've had, if I met you and you were like this outgoing, like very, very outgoing, talkative person, if we're out in a club or out at the you know, at the on a vacation or at the bar, and this is who you are, and you're like this bubbly, outgoing right. personality. Like that's who you are. That's who you are, right? I and get so it. I, like to me, I'm like, no, that's who that person is. Right. Um, but that isn't. But that's not. So for me personally, I don't think there's like, oh, there's like, this is something that will now make me be like, this is too, like this is egregious, and this was not. Um, so you don't, you don't, I don't rank them. You don't rank them. But if you would rank them, you, okay. even though you have not ranked them, could you rank them as far as? For the point of this, I could, I'll try to rank them for right. you. And does it change based off of the type of person they are? So clearly, like you said, if a person is versed, that means they do, they do both. Yeah, they I are penetrate and they are okay being penetrated. Yes. I don't know because I am versed. Right. And so I don't know if it would be different. I could imagine that if you are with somebody that you are like, oh, this person is a top where all they do is fuck or all they mm. do is penetrate. 
and you find out that they like bottomed for somebody or were penetrated, like that could be like, oh my gosh, oh, like what you the ain't, fuck? You right? ain't doing that for me. Correct. Mm. This also is assuming that there's been conversation and communication about that. Right. So, um, but I would rank it as, I think also within the gay community, like, second is like, oh, you suck dick. Like, ugh. Like, oh, so, okay. So, that's, I think, I'm I think glad because that that's where Because it I, think that there, I think that there are tops that suck dick and it's just like, they don't, like, you can suck dick and still be considered, quote, unquote, like, I'm a top. Like, just because mm-hmm. I suck dick doesn't mean I'm not a top. Right. So I think it's like, okay, um, sucking dick is like the least, and then it's like, I fuck somebody. So least as far as I'll forgive. No, least as in least disrespectful to a relationship. awesome. Sucking dick, fucking, and then being fucked. Okay, so being fucked is, okay, okay, okay. Most unforgivable. Got you. Like you allow somebody to penetrate you. Yes. Got you. So for, I think from a guy's point point of view. So I'm not a guy. Woo. Mm. We have to be very careful about you're right, how you frame right. things. Absolutely. I'm glad you caught me in that. So being always heterosexual. There Thank you. you. I apologize. No, no worries. I think that oral sex for a guy with their significant others receiving, no, giving, excuse me, okay. giving is more. Mm-hmm disrespectful versus them being penetrated. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason being is because of the reasoning behind it or the motive behind it. I, I feel as though when you perform oral sex with somebody, you are, there are people who get off on performing oral sex. Mm hmm. But I feel as though majority of people who perform oral sex, they're doing it for this, the gratification of the person that they're performing on. Mm-hmm. So now it's no longer just about you getting off or it's not even about you getting off. So it's like, what did you get out of it? And why did you care so much of making sure that person was taken care of? So that was a very interesting free pass, which I'm always um, super excited to be able to enlighten you on my unique perspective, individual perspective on whatever topic you have. I have a free pass today for tonight's show. So speaking of social media and it being June, which is Pride Month, um, recently on Father's Day again, there was a post by Dwayne Wade and he was talking, it was, was it Dwayne Wade or Gabrielle Union? I think Gabrielle Union posted a post about Dwayne Wade and his youngest son. Um, and he was, she was just like, you know, you're such a great dad. But the post was about him being at the Pride Parade. And Dwayne Wade's received a lot of commentary around um, his response to the post, which is, um, you know, like, I love my son, like, happy Father's Day, whatever. And he's had comments recently as of, like, yesterday or today, about how shocked he was about the comments about him supporting his son. So my question to you is, if you had a gay son, would you, one, be at the proper rate with him, and how would you feel about getting negative responses about you showing up for him at the proper rate? So I'm going to answer that question in reverse. As far as the negative responses, 
I've never ever given a fuck about what other people think. And I think that's why I am where I am in my life today. So when I make it a certain decision, I'm not worried about what other people think. And maybe that sucks, but guess what? They get over it. And so as far as Dwayne Wade, I hope when he made the decision he made, he wouldn't make the decision even thinking about people who don't really matter about what he was doing because they don't matter. And so I would do the exact thing that he did. I'm going to support my child. Now, I'm talking for the Chuck that you are listening to now versus the Chuck that maybe five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago that wasn't mature enough to understand the different lifestyle that people are living. And so if you asked me five years ago, I probably wouldn't have the same answer we're in because I, I, I just wasn't at that level to, at that level of maturity to even to un, want to understand. Not necessarily even understand. I didn't want to understand why a person was homosexual. Because I'm like, it's not natural. But as I, I've grown older five years later, and I, maybe this will come up five years when I'm running for president or something like that. But anyway, I feel as though now today, even though I have no aspirations of being a parent, I feel as though my sister is bisexual. I've accepted it. I love her. Even when she came out or whatever, it hasn't changed the love that I have for her. And so I, I would imagine if I had a child of my own that I would share that same type of sentiment towards them, daughter or son. And I think maybe a son is probably what we really want to dive into because I feel as though men are probably going to be less receptive of their son being gay versus their daughter. Because I think just society itself is more acceptable of lesbians versus gays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I mean, look at porn. I, I always go back to porn because I feel like, you know, porn really reflects society, honestly. So anyway, I feel as though if my son were to come up and say, hey, dad, I'm gay, I would be okay. I legitimately can honestly say that I would be okay. And it's not because my co-host is gay or anything like that. Because guess what? If I know that I've done everything that I was supposed to do to make sure that my child is a good person, a good person to society who's going to help society, I would rather my son be gay than a bomber or going to go into a movie theater and shoot somebody up. And I hate to compare the two. But the thing is, though, just because a person is gay doesn't make them a bad person. And them being gay doesn't necessarily mean that I dropped the ball on how I raised them. Now, how they treat the person they they are in love with is a reflection of me. So if my son comes to me and says, hey, dad, I'm gay, and he is smacking his significant other because he's angry, I dropped the ball somewhere because guess what? Maybe somewhere I showed him that's how you display how you love somebody or how you react when you're angry. And so now I'm more, I would be more bothered by my child being a domestic abuser of regardless of whoever they're attracted to, male or female, versus just because they're attracted to another male. So you're going to the Pride Parade? The Pride Parade? I'm going to Pride uh, Gay Parade with my motherfucking uh, rainbow shirt on. With the rainbow shirt. Rainbow shirt on. Absolutely. I'm going in deco, decades, whatever with him. We partying it up, so taking shots. That's love. I mean, you did it with me, so I would only expect you exactly. to do it. Exactly. Why with, not? To do it with your son. 
And this is my free pass. Respect. Abogado. Abogado. You, you, you already know. You already know what time it is. It's that time where we ask you to download the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, double tap, comment, and follow us on social media. Instagram, shoot the messengers. That's double O. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis.